Ladies and gents, boys and girls, children of all ladies, the baddest podcast here in the land, always doing what we do best, 100 grand, making that check, making that millions of listeners. <laughs> it's yours, true dynamic duo, man. I gotta be the I gotta be the, the controversial one. He's gonna be the more logical one. I'm Mr. Funk with Della Jones back in your house on your screen, staying lean, stacking my cream. Talk to him, brother. It's er. your boy Aaron Fornicetti back again with another episode of the Basement Friday podcast. Make sure you check us out on all streaming services. And also, if you want to see these boys in black, the boys are back in town on your screen. Check us out on YouTube. And once again, I don't know how many times I have to remind you guys, we don't bite, communicate, chat with us. Anything you got off the top of the dome, let us know. But we're going to get into this right quick. As usual, you know what we got. We got the five-minute rant firing off on all cylinders. First of all, I'm going to let Aaron go first. I'm going to let Aaron go first before I start just, before I start popping haymakers out here. Before I start throwing jams out here. Go ahead, Aaron, man. Speak to him. Hey, man. I'm going to just say this, man. Shout out to Puma. First thing first, shout out to Puma, you know. Our shout out to Puma. That was the weakest growl ever. Shout out to Puma, you know. Also, you know, I got to tell them. You got a deal over the weekend or something that I don't know about? Nah, I ain't got a deal. You know, I, I'm just, you know, I'm just, I'm just repping the team. You know, if they happen to see us, all I'm saying is if they happen to see it, we're open for discussion. We're open for negotiation. He, he got the hoodie. I got the slippers. Well, I ain't got no Puma on the day. You know, I had to put on my Puma stuff in the washing machine. You know, it's time laundry day. So, but hey, I mean, listen, all, I, listen, all the Puma execs, all the people in the front office, I'm going to do y'all a solid. We're going to tag, I'm going to tag y'all in, on Instagram and Twitter. Y'all going to see this. Y'all going to see this. You know what I'm saying? Like, give us a partnership deal. I don't care if it's an entry level. We'll take it. Take we'll it. definitely take it. You know, we'll take entry level. But, you know, we definitely repping the squad, though. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a lot of Puma in here. You dig what I'm saying, though. You dig what I'm saying. Hey, man. Puma represent. What's off the top? What else, man? You know, people talk about going to war. I ain't going to get too deep in it. I'm just saying, man. You know, your boy Putin back at it again. Mother Russia. <laughs> I'm going to just leave it at that. Mother oh, Russia. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, God. Let me step back. Let me first. First things first. Yes. It's funny how America, ladies and gents, it's funny how the only thing that's on its airway right now is Russia and Ukraine. That's the only thing that's on the airway right now. It's funny how COVID just slipped. COVID don't exist no more, but this is a hot topic. You know what I'm saying? Now, Joe, Mr. Joe Biden, I'm going to tell you like this. Joe you just Like I said, sleepy Joe. You, <laughs> you just sitting back and just watching. Like, you ain't doing nothing. You just like, I don't, he just always like, 
what's going on, right? Yeah. Joe, you do know we do got partnerships with these people. Like Putin was Agent Orange, aka Trump. That was his boy. You you y'all look like y'all not that close. All right. So whatever happened, whatever agreement that they had, you look like you ain't wasn't a part of that. So guess what? This man looking like, hey, look, I don't care what they got. I don't know what type of deal. Trump basically was like, look, when I get out of office, you can do whatever you want. Once he got out of office, this man Putin was saying, you know what? First thing first, I'm attacking these people over here. Now, it's crazy about this war. You know what I'm saying? Like, war is never a peaceful situation. It's it never peaceful. Like, based on what I'm seeing, yo, Russia is on a different type of disrespectful right now. I pray for everybody, the Ukrainians, the Ukraine, I, I pray for everybody over there. Like, y'all want some, they want some invasion Call of Duty type stuff over there. They knocking down doors and blowing up buildings, flying over buildings, dropping bombs and whatnot. Yep. I'm like, and I'm just like, yo, Biden, you just sit back and just watching. You do know they like you do know they come with you like so um you like do you are you gonna help them? Are you gonna do anything? You just are you so what you what, what are we about to do? They up here talk about nuclear war, you know. I mean, like what happened? Like like Biden, you ain't gonna do nothing, you just gonna sit back and just watch. Really, Biden. Really, you just gonna sit. You more concerned about what's you you more concerned about COVID numbers that don't even exist for real. But you got this whole war going on, and you over there like, hey, they actually helping hand. You just over there like, I mean, you know, just try to get all the Americans out. That's your answer. Get all the Americans. Out. Here's what I found so interesting though. Like for anybody who watched the State of the Union, there was something very specific that I noticed about the past two years. I, I, I'm sure some people figured it out, but you know, you watch all the people who are in that room, the president, vice president, you know, secretaries, dignitaries, politicians. They were all in that room at one time. And then afterwards they shaking hands, hugging each other, but no one had that scarf on their face. No one had that mask. And it, and it made me wonder the very date, the very next day, the day after, the weeks after, the months after, people are going to watch the State of the Union address and still wear masks. Here's my thing. You could do what you want, but the President of the United States (laughs) ain't got one on. Guess what? I think you got to get the picture right here. You have all these politicians who are telling you, right? Remember, and here's the thing what he was saying in the State of Union address. We shouldn't be separated. This is the same guy who was driving that wedge between people, right? And now you say, oh, we shouldn't be separated. Your own president's not wearing one. Your, Your own vice president, secretary of state, secretary of defense, other politicians all around the country, but you expect me to obey rules that the ruler of the free world isn't even following? The math ain't math in here. The math ain't math. I'm going to say it on this show. And y'all already know me. Y'all know y'all know me. I'm going to say it. And I don't give a damn. And like I said, Aaron is more logical than me. I'm going to let you know what it is. The whole Biden administration, Biden, 
Kamala, communist, Harris, whatever your whatever the hell your name is. Comrades. I don't know, whatever your name is. Y'all whole administration is a joke. This is why like we don't take politics very serious because you guys are a joke. I didn't even watch the State of the Union. I have not watched the State of the Union probably since Hurricane, Hurricane Katrina hit. I know the last time I probably watched the State of the Union. Oh, matter of fact, I'm sorry. Last State of the Union I watched was when Barack Obama went up there and said, job well done because they assassinated um, Osama bin Laden. That was the last State of the Union that I watched. Other than that, I don't even watch the State of the Union. Cause that, cause that don't be on like eight, that don't be on every channel, boring as hell. That's why I'm like, really, I'm like, bro, I don't want to hear this. But see, what my man Ern is saying here is these people hugging without no mask. Y'all stress all, y'all stress us out every day. Mask, 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 mask. Y'all stress us out every day about that. But none of y'all had masks on. Like Ern said, I'm gonna take Ern words. The math is not math. Because if y'all stressing about masks and y'all not even wearing the masks, what does that tell y'all, America? What does that tell y'all, people? That this code, like the Biden administration is a joke. What's that? Dr. Fauci is a joke. This whole COVID thing is not real or it's not as serious as y'all making it. Because if they have a mask on, guess what? Why do we, why do we still have to suffer with masks on? But that's another topic for another day. We're going to get on to bigger and better things. First of all, shout out to my boy, 50. 50 talking about he about to leave stars. Uh-oh. 50 about the only reason why any of us even have stars from the jump in the first place. I'm going to all. Uh, Bentley. Uh. <laughs> 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 what we do, what we do about every day. <laughs> Yo, 50... Like 50, like 50 by the only reason why we watch stars in the first place. Power is the only thing we watch on stars. Don't nobody watch stars with anything else but power. So if it, wherever, listen, this is the only time like I say like this. Wherever 50 go, we gonna go. You can take that joke to the Oprah Winfrey channel. We gonna watch. <laughs> we gonna we'll watch. be up there on own. We're gonna be on own just like yo, new power coming out on own today. Dude, this this man uh, put on any channel. Hey, cut on Lifetime. If you put it on Lifetime, we're gonna be right there with you. <laughs> we're gonna be right there with you. Hey, y'all seen, y'all seen, y'all seen the new Force episode? Man, Tommy was tripping in that joint. What channel is on Lifetime? It's <laughs> <laughs> a Lifetime. I'm trying to tell you, hey, wherever 50, 50, we got you, bro. I'm gonna tell you like that. Next, next person on my list, I forgot what her name is. The uh, she getting a lot of buzz for for calling out Atlanta. I forgot what her name was. I I don't remember her name. I think it's like oh, was or Meta or something like that. But she pretty much called out, basically saying, "Look, if you from these places, you are not from Atlanta." Now I did a TikTok about this because we have that same issue. Here in the DMV, we got that same. Okay, we got that same issue. First of all, like I said, I get what she was saying. I get it a hundred percent. Okay, now I don't rep DC because I'm not from DC, but when it comes to PG, there are certain parts of PG that we just that we're that's, that's not what we're talking about. Everybody that's from. Mitchellville, Bowie, Upper Marlboro, Fort Washington, 
Akaki, Brandywine, that is not part of the PG that we talk about. Laurel, Bellsville, that is not part of the PG that we talk about. You guys are in PG, yes. But they talk about, the, you know what they talk about, the PG, the PG inside the Beltway. Sea Pleasant, Capitol Heights, Walker Mill, Kitland, every, 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 every hood you hear on Go Go songs is what the part PG that they talk about. No disrespect to those outside cities. And again, like I said, I'm not mad because again, if you if you went from the hood to the suburbs, you got your check, you was gone. Hey, I ain't mad at you. We all trying to get there. But I, we we don't need suburban, we don't need the suburban people trying to act like they like they go hard. I remember one dude told me his he was from Bowie. I'm from Z Pleasant, he's from Bowie. This man gonna tell me I got a PG County accent. Now, mind you, Bowie is in PG. But for him to say that threw me off completely. He's, I was like, what the hell is a PG County accent? That's another story for another day, ladies and gents. Another, another situation. I told y'all, final all cylinders. First of all, the game got to go ahead and shut his mouth too. Because first of all, he said Kanye West has done more for him than Dr. Dre. Now, I don't know what his relationship is with Dr. Dre, but I'm sure Dr. Dre had a, a big influence in the beginning of the game's career. I don't know about now, but in the beginning of his career, I'm sure he had a lot of influence because why? You, when the game first came out, the game was pure West Coast. Everything that he spoke was West Coast. You, and you could tell a lot of that was Dr. Dre, um, like 50 Cent, all of them, that was, that was West Coast. Because I think, I think, I think the game was signed to Aftermath at one, he had like a little joint deal at one point in time. Yeah. So for him to say Dr. Dre, that, that Kanye had done more for him than Dr. Dre. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I could be wrong. I don't know the story, but I just, judging by earlier game, now maybe new game, okay. But when he first came out, you know, the game was always like he had a mean mug, like he was ready to shoot somebody, just right off all bucks. I think Dr. Dre had a lot of influence in that man in his early in his career. I'm going to just say that. I'm going to leave it right there. If Aaron, you got something to say about that, I'm going to just leave it right there. Family, man. Family. The man had a, a VH1 show at one point in time with his wife, with his ex-wife at least. But you know, man, this is how we do. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. Doctor's Advocate. Still a store now. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I, like I'm just saying. You got Tory Lanez finally coming out and apologizing to Megan, uh, Megan Thee Stallion for shooting her. Like, that was kind of years ago, but I mean, I guess. You got NBA Youngboy pissing off everybody yet again. This man pissed off. This man had pissed off everybody. I'm talking about he went out the Little Dirt. He went out the uh, Boosie. Like, this man went out to India. This man that went out to uh, King Vaughn, rest in peace. This dude, like, young boy at it again. I said, Lord have mercy. I said, this dude only about 20. This dude walked around like he got a death wish. 
He just be pissing on everybody. everybody. He act like he's untouchable. I just be like, yo, okay. I'm just like, okay. Okay, ladies and gents. I told y'all I find on all cylinders today. All cylinders. I told y'all I had a lot to get off my chest. Because I've been, it's been a lot of stuff going on in the past literally couple of days. Yeah. Oh, and breaking news, ladies and gents. I seen it. I think I seen it this morning or yesterday. Kim Kardashian is single, single from what I saw. She's single, single. She said she is finally split from Kanye. She's done with him. She is single, single. Let's be real for a second. Kim Kardashian or make millions by herself. Kanye make millions by herself. Judging by the person Kanye is, I don't know. Kanye probably sitting around sulking. He about to channel this to his next album. I don't know. But Kim Kardashian is single, single. So all the fellas out there who ready to get trapped, she's on the market. Nah, she with my boy Pete Davidson. You know, she's single again. Back on the prowl. You well, know. <laughs> in the Kardashian world, they single until they validate you. Hey, man. Single. Ray Domingo. Coming soon to exit NSL. And the last thing I want to get on, because Kanye, I think Kanye came out and said it, and I want to get on this because this is this is up Aaron's alley. Kanye said the 808 and Heartbreaks was better than my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. And I know this is up Aaron's alley. We need to get your take on that. How do you feel about that remark? He said uh, 808s and Yeezus was better than my, my dark twisted fantasy, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, whatever, I Kanye. Know, I don't know about Yeezus. I ain't, that John was trash to me. Yeezus, I, no. Yeezus like was it. just like, it was cool for his time. I'll put it like that. As no. far as which is a better album between uh, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and 808s, I would say Twisted Fantasy was the better album. Oh. <laughs> it's the better album. If you talk about, because you really have to base it off how many elements were put into the album. Instead of really just the album itself. If you had an album that was like the most cohesive album, 808s. If you had the most uh, like impactful album on like a generation of people, it'll be 808s. But the overall better album will be My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy because of the story it told. Where 808s was a great album but it was just like Kanye crying, you know? Kanye crying through the whole album, just sad boy tones. But my beautiful Dark Dust of Fantasy, that album was just like an explosion of like, okay, here I am. So that that's really how it is. But as far as like the best Kanye album ever, graduation. Facts. Now, that's what I was about to say with Kanye. From the college dropout to graduation, that's all I listen to from Kanye for real. Anything after graduation is is ah, it's like ah, it's just there. But college dropout to graduation is is my Kanye that I listen to. I don't 
like everything from Jesus walk to touch the sky and hey, good morning is my joke. That's that's one of my motivations. Good morning. <laughs> so, hey, obviously for Kanye, like I said, I let Aaron have this because I personally didn't like my beautiful dark twisted fans. I didn't personally like it. I probably like one or two songs off that jump. I ain't even gonna lie to you, but I ain't like it too much. 808 and Heartbreak was kind of it was okay. It was okay, but it wasn't like I said, graduation was my last favorite Kanye album. 808 like 808 and Heartbreak was too much <laughs> like all right, Kanye. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> No, nah, but that album, you know, for like the elements it had, you know, with the situation with his mom and then the situation with Amber Rose, you know, the album definitely made sense. But as far as like the overall, you know, album between the two, you know, you got to go beautiful, dark twister fantasy. Definitely got some hits on there. Raekwon, the chef, Wu-Tang is forever. Why are you so paranoid? <laughs> Baby, don't worry, man. Why are you so paranoid? We be out on the floor. <laughs> oh, man. But listen, guys, we covered a lot in the beginning. Now, let's go ahead and get to what we came to do. You know, we still shouting out Puma because, like I said, I'm going to tag Puma. And Puma, one of these execs from Puma gonna watch this show. Right? They gonna see, they gonna watch this show. But brother Aaron, man, tell them with the people what we got to talk about before I come on here and piss a lot of people off. Go ahead and talk to them, people. Hey, man. Hey, speaking of Kanye, man, we got a little situation on our hands, man. Now, I ain't saying she a gold digger, but uh, we got a story for you today. Mm. For all the people who know Flavor Love, you know, two of the most popular people on that show. Of course, the queen of reality television herself, New York, Tiffany Pollard. But it's not about her. It's about Delicious. You know, it's about her, Raymond Santana. You know, their relationship apparently been over for uh, after two years. And now she's ready to tell her story. Now, what is so interesting about this is when we first, that people first learned that they were dating and you look at them as a couple, you're like, I see where this is going. And it's not going to end up well. Why is that? Because they they just look out of place as a couple. And then people start putting two or two together and you find out uh, after, uh, I believe they call them the Justice Five uh, for the people who watch Netflix when they see us. He's one of those guys in real life. And he got a settlement about $8 million. So this situation, you know, her telling the story, just saying he was narcissistic and things like that is interesting because of course you're going to have trauma coming out of jail. Of course you're going to have trauma you know, after you've been through some situations about a crime you did not commit. So it, it's just interesting, this whole thing. And I want to get your opinion on it. What do you think about the news so far? What's through your mind? Sound like a gold digger to me. I'm going to just flat out say it. I sound, it sound like a gold digger to me because 
first things first is it's like as soon as the money got involved, it seemed like that's where the problem started coming to play. When the money came in. I mean, you said y'all were dating for two years, but it's like the money came in and seemed like nah, they were married. They was married. Oh, okay. Y'all were married. They was married. But as soon as the money came in, that's when the problems came. Hey, like they always say, more money, more problems. And I guess, you know, she, like I said, and and this goes and this goes back to what I said on TikTok that a lot of people took the wrong way. <laughs> Everybody always look at the man first, and they always point and pinpoint. Oh, the man is the bad guy. The man did this. The, oh, she like she she coming out telling the story like trying to make him trying to paint him look like this. But it's always sometimes you gotta look at the female and be like, what are you doing? Why we can't never just be like, yo, what? She did that? She did this? It's always men are wrong in a situation. Yeah, and I, I want to get your opinion on this. Knowing that situation uh, and her telling a story to Gold Diggers, I just want to bring something that I kind of noticed. Do you think uh, what we talked about last week, right, about women and girls being ready for marriage, being ready for relationships. Do you also think the society is enabling, right, with the city girl lifestyle, this gold digger mentality? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like this, this city girl, hot girl, summer wave, all this nonsense. Social media and society is enabling that. Like you're like you got women out here nowadays are basically telling like basically telling females date the dude because he got a check. That's it. Marry a dude because he got money. It ain't even about it ain't about nothing else but money. Most most girls nowadays don't even date for love. They date for dead presidents. It's sad to say that. Now it's one thing. It's one thing. Like I said in in the previous episode, like you're not trying as a dude, you're not trying to boss up. Yeah, you look bad. But as as men, we are the we still are the ones who put in them. Like we are the ones who accept ladies for who they are. But we also know as men too that some ladies want to give us a time of day. If it ain't about dead presidents, if you ain't got them dead presidents, some girls don't even look your way. Don't even look your way. True. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I say this though, like they don't look your way. You know, Mm -hmm. they don't. Like, like what you do, what your like, what you do, your job. All these things, they be like, uh, they, they quick, like I said on the last young, like, ugh, like, ugh. So the fact that he got, he had, he got a settlement of $8 million. To her, that $8 million, <laughs> she's seeing dollar signs. She like, $8 million. She, that's all she's thinking about. She ain't thinking about, she ain't thinking about nothing this man doing. She's thinking about that $8 million. I know a lot of people probably gonna come that watch the show probably be like, oh, y'all wrong for saying it. No, we're not, because that's the truth. She thinking about that $8 million. Cause I guarantee you, I guarantee you, 
If it was something else, she probably just be like, but no, she he got that eight million dollar check. She trying she trying to get this man for everything he got now at this point. She trying to make him look like he the bad dude in this situation. Oh, he's so narcissistic and he's this and he's that. But he, you see, homeboy and came out now once and said like, yo, she acting different. She she wasn't like this before this settlement check yet. Because we already know as dudes, if we said something like that, we would be wrong right out the gate. We would be that joke like, yo, she didn't act like this before. Like, she didn't act like this when I was poor. Now I should act like this when I'm rich. You know how much the media will, will crucify a man for saying like that. But y'all got to realize, as a man, we don't get a pass like females. We don't. We don't get passes to say certain things. Just like how ladies have preferences. Dude got to be 6'1", this, 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 and this. She don't, she, nobody say nothing to her. But as soon as a man started, my girl got this, this, and this. Oh, why you got to be like this? You got, you got preferences. Now they ready to crucify you because as a man, you got preferences. I want to, I already want to focus on three things that you, you talked about preferences. I want to focus on like three things that came to mind. The first thing is when it comes to, you know, these relationships, how guys are always the bad guy, things like that. Mm -hmm. And I would say overall in the situation, uh, that's just something, I don't know how that started, but society has always put a pigeonhole within itself right or put their own foot in their mouth when it comes to that because what happens with that is if the guy's always at fault right and if the girl's never at fault when it comes to accountability in turn no one really believes the woman either when it comes to some situations of like he uh like I'm trying to think of one situation. It's like if a girl, right, uh says that like, oh, this guy like did this, did that, right? If the guy is known by society to like, oh, guys always causing trouble doing this, doing that, and the girl ends up coming around and saying, all right, I'm the good one out of here. I'm, I didn't do any of this. I didn't do any of that. People are not really going to believe it because there's a pattern, right? There's a pattern that's formed. Let's say you had like four or five relationships in one year. You're the good girl in all relationships. The math ain't mathing. You know, it's a lot of math that ain't mathing. How is first guy narcissistic? The second guy, he's abusive. You always hear these things, right? You always hear he's a narcissistic. He's abusive. This guy looked at me the wrong way. This guy uh, cheating. It You really got to pay attention to the undertone, right? Like one example is like he, he was too, uh, I know a lot of people heard this. He was too possessive, right? He was too possessive. He was too controlling. And then you look at what she was doing. It wasn't that he was controlling. He just ain't want you to have an OnlyFans. 
it ain't that he was narcissistic. He just wasn't going to let you have your way. He just wanted a voice too. So that, that was the issue that I had. And another thing is both men and women are at fault, right? I would say men are at fault because we're not putting each other on to how women can finesse men. We're not really reaching out to other ones and saying, hey, bro, this is how the game goes. If this happened, you move like this. If this happened, you move like that. We're just like, hey, man, you got to find out the hard way. And, and that's not how it should be. And women are at fault because they don't tell each other, you know, hey, you messing up. You had like five, six boyfriends throughout one year. And it's not, and, and it's what they do is they tell each other, yeah, girl, all them boys bad. You a boss. Don't worry about that. You got this. It says, saying, hey, I think you need to go to therapy. I think you need help. Same thing for guys. Some of y'all need therapy too. You know, therapy is exclusive for everybody. So for y'all to sit up here and try to like, you know, oh, he's this, he's that. Did you do the research? Did you take the time to get to know the person? Were you in it for the right reasons? Inquire minds want to know. I'm always on the side of justice. <laughs> about where, where I'm about to go with, like I said, I might, I might piss a few people off. I'm about to say something. I'm about to say something that's so reckless that a lot of people are going to look at it and just be like, "Damn, from you know what? You really said that." I'm always on the side of justice. I'm never pinpointing one person or letting one person get away. We need to see. I'm on the side like if it's the man's fault, like you need to own up to that. If it's the woman's fault, you need to own up to that. I never, I hate to see, I hate to see it all fall on the man's shoulder when sometimes it ain't even his fault. Prime example. When we talk about domestic violence, yeah, that's a big one. The only person that, like, first of all, like, the only person that you that you would say clear as day was always in the wrong was Ike Turner. Ike Turner was blatantly wrong. This man abused her for no reason. He was wrong for that. Now, again, movies and actual events sometimes are a little bit accurate, but if you ever you seen if you seen what love got to do with it, the previous girl before her told her to watch out for that. She told her that, and he did it anyway. Another situation that went under that went under the radar was the Chris Brown and Rihanna situation. We heard we seen Chris Brown take all the fault for it, but no one looked at Rihanna. Right. No one, no one looked at, no one even looked at, like, again, Rihanna's a millionaire. She's doing her thing. I ain't got no beef with that. I'm not, I'm not trying to mess that thing up for her, but I'm just saying, I'm using that as an example too, because Chris Brown took all the fault in that situation. And again, you don't ever hit a female anyway. I like, that's where I stand because my mom didn't raise me to do that. But however, though, no one looked even at Rihanna, no one even asked what did Rihanna even do? Right. 
No one even thought it possible that maybe she did something to lead up to this situation. No one even, everybody just brushed past that and it looked smooth at Chris Brown. So this is how men are always falling for this. Because if it's, when it comes to domestic violence, the dude, a, a man and a woman can be in the house, she can, she can black the dude out, bust his lip, everything. This man called the cops. The cops show up to the house. Who is on the, who do the cops have handcuffed on the ground? The guy. They be like, sir, we need to detain you. I'm the one that called you, but I'm being detained. They go in there just to talk to her. But I'm out here with a busted eye and, and black and black eye busted lip. But I'm over, I'm the one that's in handcuffs. You get what I'm saying? And a lot of dudes go been through that. He's stabbed up and everything. But he's detained. So the question you got to ask yourself is like, why is it that the men go through it? But they 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 kind of overlook females. They kind of just be like, eh, we're just going to go ask her what happened. But we're going to detain him. Why? This man got this man got a knife in his leg. She don't got no marks on her. But this man got this man is, is bloody as hell. I'm trying to figure out, so this is why I keep trying to be like, ladies, y'all do be at fault as well. I'm calling you out because it needs to be said. Now, fellas, when you do wrong, I call y'all out all the time. But ladies, I'm not the type of dude to just let y'all just, oh, you're dancing in distress. No, I don't let that stuff go under the rug. I call everybody out. Because there's a lot of ladies who do some grimy stuff under the scenes and always get away with it. And the dude would be the main one taking all the punishment for it every single time. So I'll tell, tell you like this, though. Um, like, I took people through the maze with my explanation, but simply put, it was just what you said. It's just that women play this role of damsel in distress to where it gets mm -hmm. to a point where they're not believed when it comes to certain situation where it's like, my life is hard. No, it's not. You have everything handed to you. I'm going through something. No, you don't. You can have everything handed to you. Like a situation where a woman is broken, struggling. I don't know why you're broken, struggling. You're a woman. Where it's like, there are women who can go through things, you know, who can have hardships. But it's like, your hardship doesn't exist compared to what men go through. Facts. Facts. So... That's why I just be, I be like, ladies, understand this. That whole damsel in the stress or that always I'm trying to play victim. That don't work over here because at the end of the day, I call you out in the room. All that preference stuff when y'all be like, why she can't have a preference? Because as a man, if I got a preference, you'd be ready to crucify me. So no. I don't play. I don't play that 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 internet petty games. Which just be like, no, you're work queen. Yes, you got a preference and stuff like that. And then if I say a preference, oh, phone come. Oh my god, how you got a preference stuff like that? No, I'm calling you out. Just like you, like if you can do it, I can do it. If you doing it with no problems, I should be able to do it with no problems. If you want to say something to the guy about it. I'm gonna, if you wanna call guys out for doing it, I'm gonna call y'all out for doing it. Y'all don't get a pass over here. Not at all. And if I'm wrong for doing that, then hell, like I always say on the show, I'll be the bad guy. 
but I'm not, you're not getting the pass. You can do whatever you want. And I got to play by society's rules. Nah, I don't play by society's rules. I'm going to call your ass out just as quick as the next person is. That's why I'm going to keep it all with G with you. Hey, and I'm going to tell you like this when it comes to preference. It's like if a guy wants McDonald's, right, and it's a bunch of Wendy's and Burger Kings and five mm. guys around him, he, he looking at McDonald's, he like, yo, I want McDonald's, you know? And a Burger King comes up to him and like, hey, do you want Burger King? He like, nah, I'm more of a McDonald's type of guy. Oh, what you got against Burger King? Nothing. I just want McDonald's, right? And now he's canceled because he doesn't want Burger King, which which doesn't even make sense. You know, we're not allowed to have preferences. Like, if a woman doesn't do anything for us, we're just not interested. We don't we don't get a chance to be, uh, we don't get a chance to exercise our opinion, exercise our feelings, exercise what we expect to see out of somebody. But I also want to say that I want to tell men this, you know, you got to tighten up. We got to tighten up, you know, when it comes to just like, not only just getting us hip to like what's going on around here, but some of the actions, you know, of your brothers, your uncles, you know, even your fathers, you know, your little brothers, your homies, you, you know, if you notice something that's, wrong and not going on speak about it it doesn't have to be that deep but just you know let your homie know that ain't it because for me in my experience you know I, I knew somebody who had a good girl you know she was good and she was really you know giving her all and he was out here running around with other girls and I pulled him to a side I'm like yo this ain't it man this ain't it you got a good one Cause you look at how, um, actually, we gonna speak on this topic later. But I'm gonna give y'all a thing. You look at how the dating scene is. It's trash. It's Mad Max out here. It's World War Three in the dating scene. It is nothing out here, bro. So it's like for everybody who really trying to be be in a relationship, you need to act like it. Men, you need to act like it. Women, you need to act like it. Every time you run game and you do this. You're, you're not going to notch off of somebody else. So they're not going to take it seriously the next time around. But for everybody out here, don't be jumping in relationships if you ain't healed first. Make sure you heal. Take your therapy. Take as much time as you need because you ain't got no time to be wasting somebody else's time. That's why I'm going to say on that. No, I don't necessarily think that it's not. When you say that the day, the day, the day pool, like it's not it. I'm just saying that dating nowadays is getting harder. That's all. That, I'm a, that's what I mean, my take on that. Is like, I think dating is just getting harder. As time goes on, it's getting harder because just like everything in life, things change. New rules applies. You know, to all my sports fans, y'all, if you grew up watching Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and then you look at the league now, everybody shoot like Steph Curry. The game has changed. So you look at the dating game back then when it was, you know, stand outside your girl house with a boom box. And you like the man works, come home. He got, he got show up with the flowers. 
And then you look at the dating game nowadays where it's just like, like, look, we in a relationship, we in a relationship until I say, we, this relationship not valid until I say, well, how much money you bring? That's just the dating game nowadays. Most likely a situationship. I think that's what they call it. Yeah, you know, so, so it's like trying to implement something old school, trying to implement something that that's past the times. When you got people like myself who do that, it makes it harder because because I don't choose to follow the new blueprint. I try to I keep up. I try to I, I stay up with it, but I don't follow it. You know, what I mean, that's like saying that's like, again, you keeping up with the, the latest phones, you know, because you got to. But like with trends, I don't keep up with every trend. I, I know about them, but I don't follow them. I try to be my own person. So when it comes to the dating game, I'm my own person. I try to follow what everybody else is doing when it comes to dating. I try to follow that blueprint. That's what kind of makes it harder. Because like I still have old, I still have old school tendencies that may don't fly in this generation of dating. That's just how it is. You know, I, I'm old school with it. A lot of girls may not want that. They're like, who's still like he's he's still doing that? You know, they like girls nowadays might be ready to cut you off off simple stuff. Be ready to cut you off. Mm, he ain't he ain't send me a text. I'm mad at him. He he didn't text me. Oh, I'm mad at him. He, he went to sleep on me. I work just like you do. I work long hours. I'll be tired. But you went to sleep one. Now she mad at you. She ready to cut you off. Go on to the next dude. You know. I mean, it's like trying to keep something old into a newer generation. That's what makes it hard for a lot of people. So I understand, especially me getting older, it's really getting harder because it's like this is what dating used to be. I gotta try to start trying to follow this blueprint is like is it's hard should we about to be 30 you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> we about to be 30 you know in about another another year we 30 like trying to follow what the the new the new blueprint of dating is it's almost like we listen to rb but then you listen to what rb is now you just be like you be like you be like i'm just you like, I'm going to just stick to what I know because this, this ain't it, Chief. you like, this ain't it. So that's just, that's just that aspect of it when it comes to the dating game. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you like this. You know, find yourself, if you want a McDonald's, find yourself a McDonald's. And when you get a chance, go buy yourself a boombox so you can play her favorite song outside of a window. Hopefully not while it's raining because you might get electrocuted, but stay safe on that. <laughs> stay safe on that. But we're actually going to go into our next topic and carry some ideas over to that. And what is it? Boomerang was a good movie. And speaking of Boomerang, we're talking about doubling back in relationships. Now, why are we talking about this? Because in the news, Jason Momoa and Jason Momoa, and she is so gorgeous. She's so gorgeous. Lisa Bonet, for people who don't know, were married, got divorced, took a break or something. Now they back together. Same thing for Miguel and his girl. Niazan, I believe that's how you pronounce it. If I butcher her name, sorry, Miguel, don't leg drop me. Don't hit me with a leg drop. But you know how it's 
kind of this trend. <laughs> it, it's kind of this, you know, I won't say it's a trend because really those were the only two really doing it, but they got back together. They worked out the issues and a lot of people made jokes on social media. And they was like, they looked at the dating scene. They saw what was out here. And they was like, nah, we're going to stick together. We, we just going to try to figure this out. So I want I want to get your opinion on it. Like, is doubling down? When is doubling down, doubling back a good idea? It honestly depends on why you guys broke up in the first place, or why y'all decided to take a break in the first place. You know, if, if it's if it's taking a break, that's different. You know, that means yeah. y'all just time apart. You know, you just do your thing. Y'all not y'all not really dating nobody. Y'all just really just taking y'all time apart. But if y'all break up, you know, and you do you just single for a while, and then like you like Ernie you said, you just realize on the dating pool, you be like, man, it is nothing. Hey yo, we need to work this out. <laughs> hey man, we need to work this out because you up? I see this this is not it, chief. So it's what text? You know what I'm saying? Like you don't even text, you just call. Matter of fact, you you hoping they still just deliver the same address. You hey, get that boom box. So, like, it really like I said, it just depends on the situation of if y'all if y'all took a break or did y'all break up? Because it yeah. is different outcomes for different situations. But sometimes you gotta realize that when you break up. Ain't no going back. Sometimes your happiness is just by yourself because there's no going back. Like, it don't matter how, how like, you rather choose me, like, yo, I would rather choose by myself and be happy than to enter this trash dating pool. You, that's how, that's how comfortable you are. You be like, look, I'm going to just stay, I'm going to just, I'm going to just enjoy my time by myself. I get to focus on other things. I get to do this. Then you look, you look over at the dating pool, you be like, mm, that's okay. You be like, look, you know, and again, some people date somebody for so long, but some people date for a certain a, a period of time and it don't work. And that literally be it for them. They be like, well, this relationship thing is not it. It's not it for me. I see a lot of these jokes on TikTok all the time, even on, on Instagram, there the people like, I got one relationship left in me. Some people really got one relationship left. If it don't work, they just like, yeah, well, I tried, it didn't work, I'ma just stay single. I'm not that type of person. I ain't gonna block my blessings. Just because it didn't work with somebody else don't mean it ain't gonna work with somebody else. I'm just saying. Now, when it comes to the dating pool, I know the dating pool is scary, but I'll be in that on tip. Towing in my Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to get through that Jones to the time is right if I got to. And that Jones is like, nope, she's trash. Nope. Like, nope, she's a gold digger. Nope, she's a city girl. Nope, all she wants is money. Nope. She's walking on marble flows. You know what I'm saying? Like, nope, she don't want to do this. Nope, she don't want to do that. I started like, oh, let me get through the traffic. <laughs> like, whoa, <laughs> whoa there, you know, but I'm just saying, though, like, I was like, as much time as I need to get through it, I'll get through it and keep me moving. Simple as that. But I ain't gonna sit there. I'm I'm never the type of person to shut down because of what somebody else or what something that what somebody what something did to me. I'm not gonna shut down because of that. 
I think that's that's to me that's kind of like the biggest mistake anybody can make is to shut down, like physically shut down. Like no, uh, I'm not. No one's getting close to me. I'm like, you might miss out on two. You might miss out on something beautiful just because somebody else did. I'm not gonna miss out on something beautiful because what somebody else did. I'm not. I'm not that type of person. I, I put it to you like this, right? It's, it's what you just said is, this is how it is. Imagine learning how to like swim, right? Or like learning how to play a sport. I can't swim yet. <laughs> you know. All right, y'all. Summertime, we're going we to get some lessons out there. Holla at me. But imagine like trying to learn how to play baseball or something. Or like play basketball, how to shoot in a hoop, and you keep shooting wrong, and you like this sport is stupid, and then you're like, I got one more shot in me, and then you end up shooting wrong, and then you like, I don't want to play no more. That's how people are, you know, mm-hmm. not just on the court, but in relationships. You ever stop to think maybe because I don't know how to shoot, <laughs> maybe I need to work on my shot. Maybe I need to work on my technique. Maybe I need to work on my form. Do we have any camps nearby? Where's Steph Curry? What is he doing? (laughs) Can I dribble the ball? Can I hit a free throw? Can I even hit a layup? And a lot of times people can't do none of that. So that's why you keep missing shots. And that's why you suck. And that's why you're a bench warmer. And that's why you ain't got no ring. So that's what it is. You know, you got to work on your form because you got to realize once you work on your form, once you start being better, you take the time to improve. You know, you work on your crossover. You know, you're not as good as AI, but you work on your crossover, you know, your 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 triple doubles and all that. But you look at it and it's like, yo, I'm getting better. You realize you start to date better. You start to meet better people. You start this filtering process of like, I see this person. I ain't there no more. I see this person. I could work with you. And that's what it basically comes down to, learning how to date better. Y'all just suck at dating. That's why it's not working for y'all. Y'all suck at dating. Learn how to date. But as far as, you know, doubling back, I've always been a person who said I'm not the type of person. For me, I'm one and done in the sense of, are you sure you want to break up? Are you sure you don't want to work this out? Because if there's nothing, because if there's nothing else we can do, then we've broken up and it's final. You know, a lot of people double back in relationships, right? Not marriages, because that's a whole different topic. A lot of people double back in relationships because it's comfortable, because it's familiar. Relationship dead. It's just comfortable, familiar. It ain't even because of the dating scene. It's just, oh, I'm so used to this person, so I'm going to just stick around. No, you better get out there and meet new people. You better shake hands and kiss babies. You better introduce yourself. But as far as marriage, it's a whole different topic because marriage is a whole different level of relationship. That's a commitment. That's a deep commitment. So for me, I'm still on that same aspect. And that's something I can't really speak on. So for people who are married and they double back, y'all on a whole nother level. I could understand that. 
because especially marriage for plenty of years and kids, y'all on a different level, the people who are dating don't even understand. But as far as what I know how to speak on dating, you know, I'm not the person that double back. And I could tell you this, you know, Funkadelic and Fornicetti are fans of love. So we not the type of people to sit around. I'm going to tell you like this. Women are beautiful. There's a lot of beautiful women out here for me to be mad at one. Breach. It's too many beautiful women out here. Breach. The apple of my iris. I, I see I see beautiful women every day, right? Breach. And for me, if I'm in a relationship and I really enjoy you, I enjoy you, I am faithful. Just know that. Satisfaction guarantee, 100% or your right. money back. Right. You get a refund of your heart. How about that? All right. Tax but, refund. <laughs> <laughs> tax refund on your heart. Do your taxes, people. But we are fans of love and, you know, we're not the type of people where it's like, oh, this girl broke my heart. This girl hurt my feelings. I ain't going to date again. I just walked past the final shorty. Shorty, how you doing? I need a girl part one and two. And I need I need you to come on in this. How you feel about the how you feel about the love connection? Hey, wait, what yo, I agree a hundred percent with everything that this man just said. Like, no disrespect. Like, like, like I'm not the type of person who will sit there and be mad. Like, like it is too many ladies out here to be upset. I'm so sorry. It's too many out here for me to just walk around and be upset. Like, no. Do you not know? Like, first of all, they don't. I, I'm going to, I always got to show my hometown love. They do not call PG Pretty Girl County for nothing. I am trying to tell you, you can be in the most gutter hood possible. You're going to see a fine shorty somewhere. You can be in the boonies and still will find. You can be in the suburbs of suburbs. I'm talking about their family are doctors and lawyers. They got money. Then they don't step outside. You just be like, yeah. So it is, it is hard to just be like, I am mad at this one girl just, just tore me apart and I'm going to be mad at women forever. Why? <laughs> Why would I be upset? And it, it, it's literally like, I can understand, I can see if we were in a pond and it's like, ah, oh, it's just limited. It's limited. Yo, there is, there are females everywhere. Why would I be upset? And I'm like, like, again, it's different everywhere you go. So I can't speak for it. You might live in a small town or a small horse town where it's literally not that many options. I understand that and I get it. But here in this place, in this town that we live in, in this city, we are literally connected. To, it, it, is, it is two states in a district. Why would I be upset about anything? I can go into DC and go find a girl. I can drive into Virginia to go find a girl. I can drive around PG, Montgomery County. Well, let me stop right there. I don't do ain't really messing with Montgomery County. <laughs> no disrespect. But the point is, there is too much. You might find a cool shorty up in Baltimore. You might find a cool shorty up in Baltimore. I'm just saying, yo. 
I'm just saying, like, for real, just let's be real for a second. So to be upset at one girl in that, in that, that, that clouds your whole mindset now? Yo, y'all, y'all are lunching to a, a, a whole different power. So that's what I'm saying. As I say, you think about me, man, we're hitting this, like, you might be mad for like three days. You might be yeah. mad for, you might be mad for a couple of hours. And then you won't, then when you step outside and you realize what's outside, you'll be like, what was I mad about again? That's how it is. If you mad, go outside. Yo, like, I'm going to be all the way real with y'all, man. Look, I seen a fine show at the gas station. I almost ran into the pole. Going oh, into Going into Royal Farms. All you saw, I was like, oh, oh. I almost hit the pole. Going into Royal Farms because they said you had to pay inside to use the pump. You ought to be ashamed of yourself to be 379 for gas. But however... <laughs> Uh, however, though, but that that's just the point of this story. That's just the point of what we're trying to meet. All this is out here. You know, you're going to have some good battles and you're going to have some bad battles. Sometimes you got to go through, you know, good relationships. You got to go through relationships. You're like, ah, she ain't the one. Ah, no. But everybody, this is what I'm going to say if I pass it back to Aaron. Each relationship, you should not hold on to the past you should not hold on to your previous relationship and bring it to your current relationship. That's not what you should ever do. What you should do is every past relationship that you have had should have taught you a viable lesson or have taught you something that may have that may can make you improve. So yeah. you get next relationship, you can be like, I remember I did that. I remember my last dude said I did this. Let me change this up a little bit. And you start to see how relations, your relationships start to maybe progress a little bit better. But when you start holding on to like a note, I'm stuck in the past. I did this in my relationship. I'm not going to change. Understand this. That guy or even that girl is not the same person that you used to date. Straight up, that is not the same person that Straight you used up. to date. So you keep trying to bring in old tactics because that's what you used to date. So now you bring that into something fresh and something new and you tear that apart because you are stuck with something that you used to do. And somebody you mark up. <laughs> I'm just saying, ladies and just can I pre can I talk to him for a second? Let me, talk, let me talk to him. <laughs> I just don't understand why people, why they, why would you do that? And that's why that's why a lot of people lose relationships in the first place, because they are stuck. On they, they're stuck on the past, they're stuck on their exes. And then they try to bring that mess, they try to bring that baggage into your new relationship. And that messes up the new relationship because of old baggage that you should have left in the past. All my exes, I'm gonna tell y'all right now, I got no beef for none of y'all. But once we are once we are done, you stay where you belong in the Pass. Aaron, talk to him right quick. Hey, man. All them, all my exes live in Texas, man. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they don't. But I'm going to tell you like this, man. That That's something, you know, I know from experience, you know. That's something I know most men know from experience. Dealing with uh, women 
you know, and I'm sure the women out here who have experienced vice versa, but you know, mm-hmm. we talk about the guys this episode, you know, Basement Friday podcast, tune in. Um, it's just having that experience of you look at the relationship as like as bad as this relationship is, I am so thankful that I went through this relationship because right. it told me the most valuable relationship advice that I can take. So for me, you have all these people say you could do this, you could do that. And that, you know, the relationship I was in, one thing, two, th- it told me two things. Number one, the type of person I had did everything that I didn't want. So in turn, the next person I end up dating, you know, I know everything I want in our relationship. I don't have to do a pen and pad. I don't have to really think that hard. I just know based off my experience, everything I didn't get, I can easily point out and be like this, 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 this. I want that. But guys, we simple. You know, we don't want a laundry list of things. As far as the other thing it taught me, it taught me that, like, like I said earlier, a lot of guys leading guys wrong. You know, they like, oh, you know, the girl's never wrong and you should do this and you should do that and never do this. No, girls are wrong. Women are wrong. And what that also does is like enables women's uh, irresponsibility. It's like, look, you know, it's okay to say sorry. That's the biggest thing for guys. I know for guys like women, it's okay to say sorry, you know, that, that does wonders, right? You know, that really does wonders. Cause I remember I had one girl, you know, we got an argument and she said, you know, I apologize. That was the biggest thing to me. I'm like, women apologize. Y'all apologize. That's, that's amazing. I like you. I like you. Shoot, because I know where you're going. And I, I would tell this, you know, when it comes to women out here, not only, right, that there's a lot of women out here for you not to be stressing, there's a lot of good women out here, right, who got conversation, who got everything you need. So that's what Funkadelic was saying when you don't block your blessings, because while you sitting up there groveling, all you got to do is step outside. You never know who you run into. You know, you never know where your life might end up. You might be on your last relationship, quote unquote, last relationship, and you thinking about doubling back. But something tells you go to this party. You you don't even usually party, but you go to this party. And then 30 years later, you you're still married to this girl that you met at the party. That's how life happens. Things just happen like that. So for me, as far as doubling back. There's what, 8 billion people on this earth? Why are you doubling back? There's no need to. You know, if you married, that's one thing. But as far as ladies out here, you know, there's a whole lot of men out here who would treat you right for you to not double back. Don't play yourself. For men out here, there's a whole lot of ladies out here for you to, you know, get to know. You know, I want to get to know you. Shout out Maxwell, man, man. So here's my, here's like my final piece. And this is something that I always say, and this goes to men and women in this situation. Understand this. There's always someone 
better. Give love a chance. There's always someone better. Now, if you're doing your job, if you're doing everything right in a relationship, and they just and they go off, let's say like like let's just say, you know, so you do everything right, doing what you're supposed to. Let's say they even just call it a quiz just because they cheat on you or something of that nature. You have no reason to hang your head low. Because if you step back and you look at what you did in the relationship and you know you gave that joint everything you had, no shame in your game. So the relationship don't work, you walk out, clean sleep, just be like, hey, did everything I could, just didn't work, keep it moving. Now, when I say there's somebody, there's always somebody better. Because you don't have to worry about that if you're doing your job at all. You don't have to worry about that. But when you are not doing what you are supposed to, men and women, I'm coming out to both of you guys. Because like I said, I don't play. I don't play that. Well, I'm going to just talk to you. No, because this applies to both of y'all. Ladies, if you are doing, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you're doing a bare minimum, you know what I mean? Like, you you ungrateful you you always causing problems. Understand this: there's a lady out there that's not gonna give this man no kind of stress. They're going, of course, they're gonna have disagreements. No relationship is perfect. No relationship just goes ah, sunshine. No relationship like that. No, but there's a lady out here who's gonna do your job, who's gonna get that job and do it better than you. And while you're sitting back now, you're upset because you're like, oh, that's a new, like, that, and that's why ladies be upset when they're like, that's a new chick. Mm. Like, they, the girls that do that be mad because they messed up something good. And or most, like, they messed up with something good, or most of the time he might have did something foul. And yeah, he, he might have did something foul. It's one or the other. <laughs> he might have. Creeped around, broke up. Now he would have side his his side chick. They together permanently. So it could even be one. It be one or the other. But in, in in some situations where it's like, if you knew you did wrong in a relationship, and he go off and find somebody better. Yes, now you are a bitter girlfriend sitting in the back, just like mm, that's his new girl. Mm. Be all on her Instagram page, looking at her TikToks. Looking at every look, just following her everyone on social media because you're like, mm, that's a new chick. No, in reality, what you're saying is, mm, damn, I messed up. That's what you're saying. Same thing with fellas. Like you treat her like trash, you treat her, you dogged her, you did everything under the sun. Then you got a man who comes in and do everything that you wasn't doing. This man getting her roses, this man opening the door for her, stuff that you didn't even want to do. He doing all that, and now you sitting back just looking like, so that's a new dude right there? Mm-hmm. So that's a new dude? Now you shouldn't be like, no, I don't care. I don't care. Then you see somebody like, you, then you just, now you sitting there feeling like, well, what do you do, though? You asking all type of questions in your head now because you just realizing that, damn, I just messed up. You feel what I'm saying? So. With that being said, when I always say, when I say that there is somebody better, just know if you are doing what you're supposed to do, then you ain't got to worry about looking for nobody better. But if you messing up in a relationship, best and believe 
there is somebody just and just like I say, just like I say when it comes to sports, when it comes to jobs, there is somebody more hungrier than you waiting to take your spot. I'm a, I'm gonna leave it like this. You know, in the words of Frankie Beverly and Maze, joy and pain are like sunshine and rain. In the words of New Edition, sunny days, everybody loves them. But baby, can you stand the rain? And what I'm getting at with this is once you get into relationships, like anything in life, you got to take the good with the bad. Nothing is perfect. When you enter a relationship, you have to expect that there will be some point where the person hurts you. But the reason why you continue that relationship is the person did not intentionally hurt you. So when you get into relationships and women like to do this thing of like, oh, oh, just don't hurt me. I never promise a girl I'm never going to hurt him because I can't control how you take things. I can't control how you feel. And I might, you know, do something that hurts you to your core. That's not a big deal for me. But then again, it's just our two perspectives. So taking the bad with the good is how you know how to handle relationships. And once you understand you got to take the good with the bad, you try to figure out did this person mean to hurt me? Was it malicious? Am I willing to continue with this person? Because that's why people end up ser- serial daters. Y'all never marry. How you get the marriage? There's some pain involved with relationships. There's some right. hurt, some drama, some arguments. Right. But the difference between a lot of these people breaking up and making up and the people who end up married is people say, all right, I don't like what I'm going through, but I'd rather go through it with you. And that's the difference. Another thing is, what's your point, what you're saying, there's always somebody better. There's always somebody who, you know, for women who got bigger boobs or bigger butt or nicer body and hair like this and nails like that and, you know, fine wine or whatever. But that's not my baby. My baby is my baby. Right. right, there's somebody better, but you're what's best for me. Right. That's the difference. She look good, but I love you. Right. Same thing for God. He might have the shiniest car, the biggest house, uh, more money in the bank, taller, fitter, m- more muscular, whatever. But you look at the one that you're with, and you're like, "Yo, I'm rock with you because you special to me. I I really care about you. I really like you." So all these guys are fine, nice and all, but you the one I want to take to death do us part, for better or for worse. That's how I'm going to leave it. Now, I like that statement because that's something that I always say all the time, too, is there is, like I said, there is always better. But when you start looking at the features, understand this. I don't give a damn. Like when you get older, you don't give a damn about features. Right. You she she can be bad as ever, ass out of this world. My girl is team little booty. You think I can? You 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 think I'll let that little booty? 
I like that little booty to death. I'll hug on that little booty. Like that joint is just <laughs> like that joint is just just greatest thing since sliced bread. I'm just saying, like I will hug on that joint crazy. I don't care if you are a C cup. She over here double D. She double D cup. I don't care about stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? If you if you are if you are what I'm what I'm here for, what I'm with, you ain't got work. Now if you now if you messing up, understand now your job is threatened because you messing up. But if you if you ain't messing up, you ain't got no worry about somebody else on my on my end. You ain't got to worry about somebody taking your spot. If you're doing everything you're supposed to do, if I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, like you said with relationships, everything you gotta take the good and the bad. That's how these marriages for 40, 50 years. You would you thought they was married for 40, 50 years and ain't never had a problem? <laughs> and it probably went through obstacles. And like he said too, I like that part when I like that part when he was saying that sometimes they don't maliciously intend to hurt you. But you gotta also check patterns too, because if it's a constant thing, then that means they know what they're doing. Yeah. There's a difference. Now, if they do something and they like, ah, like you you know when it's like uh, you like, you know what, uh, that did kind of that did kind of hurt me though. Then you can understand. But if it's a repeated pattern, then you start to realize be like, all right, we've already discussed this once. We discuss this again. We discuss this again. Like it's like if you if you not even, even if that you just be like, yo, I'm seeing it, I seen it once, okay, I'm seeing it again, okay, I'm seeing it again. You like, okay, now I'm starting to think that this was this not you, this is not something on purpose. Like this is something that you are constantly doing back to back. So this is not now this is not on purpose, this is intentionally. But we ain't gonna get too, we're not gonna get too heavy into that. All I'm gonna say is at the end of the day, doubling back for what? Why? No Why do we back? Just like my man Aaron was quoting, he was quoting uh he was quoting music. I'm gonna quote music too when I say this. Is is plenty of females out here that you will get down on one knee for, and all you're gonna experience is that happy feelings. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Before we get up out of here, you got anything else you want to tell to the people? I think we didn't cover the lot today, actually. No need to say anything else. I'm good to go. Ready to end this show. You already know Funkadelic Jones is in his Audi. <laughs> hey, man, I'm going to tell y'all like this, man. You did some dick for gold. Some dig for love. Make sure y'all spread the love. Valentine's Day is over, but if you really got some love in your heart, it's 24-7, 365. Without further ado, it's your boy Aaron Fornicetti. Yours truly, the always dangerous Mr. Fun with Deli Jones. And we are out of here. Peace. Stream our music. <laughs>